podcast ah it is the third of april for me don't know about the rest of you um this is episode 246 featuring octopimp welcome Yay! to the show hi Yay! hello hello having me it's me I'm here. He just now got a choke his perfect chocobo. I He's am like you can't really see it. Now. You can't see it in my face because this is early for me, but I'm over the moon. I'm <laughs> over the moon about this. No, no, no. Jesse's wagging this his finger all, at me. No, this is all wrong. This is all wrong. First off, okay. Okay. All right. Hit chocobos me. are like cherry blossoms. Uh-huh. They're all the perfect. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Yes. I mean uh, correct. That's that. Go look uh -huh. that movie up when he dies, and he's but, like, "Get all the perfect." Okay, then, but but the thing is, some cherry blossoms are faster and better at racing than others, and those are no, just no. slightly more perfect than the no, other ones. All uh, a samurai died. To let you know, they're <laughs> to all tell me. To okay. Tell you. All right. All right. All perfect. All perfect. And okay. he just right, like flat right. out was like, "Oh shit." You at the end, oh! At the very end, got it, got yeah. it, right? Yeah. Okay. And he tells that lesson to Tom Cruise, who then goes on to become the last samurai. The last samurai. He <laughs> the last Jedi, I believe, is how that goes. <laughs> right. Is the last <laughs> right. Jedi the sequel to the last samurai? I think so. Yeah, it's, it's, a a it's a spiritual successor, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very similar. Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> Right. Okay. Spoilers for that movie, by the way. Yeah, if you wanted to see The Last Samurai, you know what? Don't. You're fine. Yeah, you would have seen it by now, nerd. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Surprising to me, actually, how old that movie is. Oh, God. I didn't realize. Welcome to old age. Things you thought were recent or not. This is how time works. Oh, oh my god. Is this how time that works? works <laughs> Fucking old now. <laughs> it's <laughs> You're so old. You're all so old. One foot closer to the grave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. But do you know what's very reassuring? Yeah, hit me. What's reassuring to me is that no matter how old I get, Jesse Cox will always be older. <laughs> That's true. Man, now, I'm looking at I'm looking at the cover of Last Samurai. Tom Cruise looking pretty good here. Tom Cruise <laughs> looks the same like all the time. I yeah. want to get on Scientology. It's all the science. Right. It's all the science. It's it keeps the science, happy. right? So, what, yeah. For Tom that Cruise? beard and that long yeah. hair. Tom yeah. Cruise has looked like science. he's like 38 years old for probably 30 years. Like he's yeah. just looked that age. It's him, forever. it's him and Keanu Reeves. And Keanu Reeves. I oh, man, yeah. They're powered by different magic. Although. 
Keanu will reign supreme and victorious, but the final battle hasn't happened yet. Right. Can I, can I, my, my other favorite example of this is uh, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson looked like he was 45 from the ages of probably 23 until he was 70. And then he looked like he was 99 years old. Like all of a sudden he saw the portrait of Dorian Gray. He saw his portrait. And then all of a sudden he was just like, Boom! And it just hit him like a ton of bricks. Yeah. But up until that point, for like probably a good stretch of 40 years, he looked the same age. And that was it. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's a a George Clooney thing that's going to happen. Like George Clooney has been looking Mm -hmm. great for years. And one day you're going to see him in the news and he'll be like, greetings, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's going to happen. That's when you know you're old. Yeah, when, yep. when George Clooney. George Clooney comes back and like, hello! You're like, oh yeah, no, I'm old as shit now. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna happen. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston to look any older, and it hasn't. Oh, like, they... Nope. Julie Lee Dreyfus, too. Yeah. 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 Oh my God, Julie Lee Dreyfus killing it right now. Oh, oh, oh gosh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so if, if, uh... Keanu and Tom Cruise are the leaders of rival magical factions keeping mm, actors. Oh, Highlanders. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Who was Jack Nicholson with and who did he betray to suddenly age? Oh, no. Jack mm. Nicholson was like one of those, like, I can do it was on my own. Uncle Iroh? Was he the Uncle Iroh of one yeah. of them? They yeah, he was yeah. one of the White Lotus. Yes, he, right. he was the secret mm-hmm. subversive group within one of the other groups. Like, yeah, I've just hot leaf juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Oh, that's you, great. Thank you for that. Perfect. Perfect. I tried my best. Listen, I can't yeah, promise very anything. Good, it was a very good Jack Nicholson, Uncle Iroh yeah. <laughs> impersonation. I was like trying to think of lines, like iconic lines, and I was like, well, let's go with that one. Because yeah. I was just thinking about it this morning. Because I was like, I could use some hot leaf juice this morning, but I didn't get any. <laughs> Did you guys fall for any April Fool's jokes? I was just about to ask that. It was our first oh, topic. I fell I fell for the uh I fell for the dog gang April Fool's. <laughs> it wasn't I technically for that. April Fool's. It was a real shirt. I <laughs> it was just only available for a day. It was a real shirt that you could buy with real money. Real um, ass shirt. It was my first time thing? designing a shirt. I made that shirt. Yeah, I remember you you were hit me with some of the designs. It looked really good. I did, yeah. I kept bombarding Octo with pictures and being like this, and he was like, "Go more nineties." Yeah, I was like, "I was like, this? really, really, just go for it." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, um, um, I'm trying to think of any that I actually fell for. No, I because April Fools was a day early here because we in the future in Korea. Right, 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 right. It kind of like spilled over two days for me there were a couple things like genji coming out with like this delivery lunchbox like you can eat like the players with all of their favorite wow. foods and like this delivery like lunch menu kind of thing and people are like responding on twitter they're saying well when will you deliver to the yes and they actually they took the bait and they went for it and they're like oh yeah coming soon and all it's like dude really i didn't fall for any i don't feel I miss the WoW ones, like back in the day, like the good old World of Warcraft, April Fool's things where I, we would get different races <laughs> teased. Yeah. Do you remember the Bard class? class where it looked like Guitar Hero? That was after <laughs> Activision bought them. And then they, <laughs> yeah, and they had, they were like, yeah, new class. You have to play it like Guitar Hero. 
that was a good one. Uh, and then there was the what was it the um, like you can order Panda Express through oh. the game is like slash Panda, and they would like bring you Panda Express because wasn't there? It was like making fun of slash Pizza yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I remember that was that was a good one. Man, I mean, those were good April Fool's jokes. I'm trying to think of all the ones that I I don't I wasn't I don't like tricked by April Fool's jokes, but there's one that I don't think was supposed to be one, but I think everyone discovered it. The on the first that ended up being like an actual joke was the uh amazon zeppelin did you see that no mm -mm. uh the what so some guy posted a thing uh it has one almost two million views on twitter <coughs> uh like forty-one thousand likes basically it's a giant amazon balloon zeppelin thing and uh it has little tiny drones coming down from it that's supposed to like it's mm -hmm. delivering packages mm -hmm. and everyone was freaking out they're like this is insane this is crazy apparently it's like just a like a hoax like some guy made it up yeah well i mean remember that whole thing where they were like deciding where to put their new amazon headquarter distribution center well why not fucking make it airborne then it doesn't have to be in any one place. You yeah, can move we're going to be around. back in the age of pirates, and there oh. are going to be sky pirates. We're not ready for sky pirates, Octo. Yeah, yeah, I mean, is, maybe a you aren't. Hub in the sky, and then little tiny drones fall down from it. Mm -hmm. uh, and it is fascinating to look at, but it's all CG. It's not real. But everyone mm -hmm. was like, oh, this is the scariest timeline. It's just like Captain America and Winter Soldier. They're going to start <laughs> killing us from the sky. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> okay. I just want like my water delivered, so I don't. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, like, listen. Bring that to me. Yeah, bring it on up. Bring it on down, Amazon. I mean, yeah. I mean, really. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, at the one hand, I'm like, hey, that'd be kind of cool. But on the other hand, I'm like, well, it's a little, it's a little scary. <laughs> I don't know about that one. No, but it's not real, so it's yeah, not so anything. Funny. It's not a little anything. It's not a little anything. I mean, conceptually, I'm talking like yeah, in the head oh, Yeah, yeah, like in your mind space. Yeah, in my mind space. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would love to get stuff delivered to me through the sky. Has anybody done the drone delivery? Has anybody actually yeah, tried it? Because cause there's legal, like the legal loopholes, the same reason why there are no flying cars. Like, how do you mm -hmm. regulate any of that? Yeah. yeah. Right? I mean, like, I, I would have to call like uh, any hospital that has a helipad or anything within a certain square radius yeah. when I was looking at getting a drone at one point. And mm. I, I was like, I actually would have to notify an airport every time I wanted to fly my drone. Are you serious? Yeah, every oh, single wow. time. There's like an entire map where it zones it out in areas where you absolutely cannot fly it. And in most cases, if you live in a residential area, you're probably not going to, or if you live anywhere near an airport or a hospital, mm -hmm. because hospital, hospitals have helipads as well for life flights. Sure. So sure. if you live near a hospital, you're not flying your drone, yeah. uh, unless you call, and, and why, but it's probably already a no-fly zone. It's very complicated being I a wonder drone owner. I wonder if you fly it in like a place where you're not supposed to fly. I wonder if they just shoot it down. Like legitimately, they just like, okay. just, like yeah. take it no, down. I mean, yes, yeah. they, they definitely do that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. And I just imagine if if we did have like Amazon drone delivery, that that would be a, a thing. People would go out and it would be like that one movie where they did do that. I'm trying. It's escaping me as to what movie that was where drones were carrying like medical supplies and the 
one the faction would go. Totally yeah. the last samurai. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot was, about that scene. Uh, it was uh, the second, you know, the second one of those movies. The, the with our like, spies. spies and the one guy. Spy is... kids. I love that movie. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Kingsman. It's Kingsman Two. Oh, uh, yeah. right. They, like distribute the antidote, and they literally uh, use like a million drones. It's like there's no way. This would never. This is the thing in this movie that would not happen. Mm-hmm. Of all the other things, yeah, of all that the things that ever happened, happened in this, film, this is the one that would not happen. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, so I just imagine people would do that. It's like, oh, there's an Amazon box. Just get out the gun, do it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, as far as April Fool's jokes went, I, I kind of I thought it, Razors was kind of cute to tie in oh, with Apex it? Legends. They did the whole mm-hmm. ping thing where you could ping everything. And so oh. it was it was kind of cute. It wasn't so much no one could possibly be fooled by it, but it was kind of a, an adorable little nod to Apex Legends, I felt. But um, other than that, nothing. No April Fool's jokes really stood out to me. I don't know. How about you guys? Besides the big Amazon blimp that I totally missed. Yeah, no, there's, there's <laughs> I'm surprised there's I missed nothing. someone. I, I wasn't on most of the day looking at stuff so nothing got me i don't yeah. most of it's dumb anyway it's like our new product it's got a dog on a t-shirt just stupid just stupid stuff stupid shit like that thank god <laughs> only available for a day yeah uh, only god. only one day i, I did like I mean, the dog gang shirt though i do thank i you. like it <laughs> why is it a joke to have a dog gang i don't understand also isn't it called a pack fuck that's a terrible idea dodger Ooh. god damn it god damn it but you like, wouldn't a your... cat gang be like a pride, though? So it doesn't even make any sense. What is Why are they gang? Are What's... they gang members? Why do they fight? Do you have to get jumped in? It they doesn't make their sense. paws. It do... You're go a out Life among the streets. Doesn't make sense. Everything of... you stand for, your entire brand, doesn't make sense. It I, should be I... cat cat pride. <laughs> That's what you should have on a shirt. And then <laughs> have another one called dog pack. And then I... two of them together, it's called pack pride. And then you put them together as cat dog, and then you sell it to Nickelodeon. Cat- doing everything wrong. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. On that note, I've seen Ooh. erotic cat dog fan art before, uh, but also. Um, on that note, a, a, a group. Yeah, a group of cats is called. <laughs> a group of cats is called a clouder. I didn't know that. Ah. That's like a yeah. That's like a pack of dogs. It's called a clouder oh, of cats. Members named Clouder. Oh, and he's yeah. actually four cats in one. Yeah. So what you're describing is a rat king, but with <laughs> cats. Oh, I meant like, like personality disorder wise. Oh, like, I thought you meant like physically yeah, they've uh, all fused together, like no, some sort of horrible like, chimera. Like that guy in the movie that you know, uh, the oh, Last Samurai. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're all all of his personalities perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah. What if all the samurais were just Tom Cruise multiple facets of his own personality? Oh my god. If it was yeah. just an entire movie all Tom Cruise is great. Oh man. Like what multiplicity you're, you're but they're all Jet time Lee's... cruises. Mm. What you're describing is Jet Li's The One and that movie's great and you should watch it. <laughs> I haven't uh, watched that in a while. That is also an old movie. That <sighs> movie is also old but also still fucking awesome. Oh, it's that awesome. You should watch that it. That movie rules. Watch Jet Li's The One do it it's it is great. a you good movie yeah. these movies are 
hilarious to me just because I happened to be a projectionist at a movie theater when they came out, and that's how I know oh. I'm old and that they're old <laughs> because it's been a long time since I had that job. Oh, speaking of amazing careers and, uh, you know, on the note of cat dog and amazing animation, mm. um, right. Jesse's yeah. Gentleman's Hentai Club has been released into the wild Finally. and it is a thing of beauty. Here we go. Okay. Jesse, why don't you, why don't you able to go talk to us Hub. about this? Yo, can I tell you some crazy back end stuff about Pornhub? Tell yeah, me. yeah, yeah. So it definitely deserves to go there. Uh, and one day maybe, but so for those of you who are deviants, you know that Pornhub <laughs> at the beginning of all their videos has like a little like doom, they have like a little Pornhub. <laughs> the Pornhub logo, uh, what it does is it is not a, like a commercial. It's not like a YouTube thing where it just shows up at the beginning and doesn't affect the video. They literally put it in your video. So oh, wow. It's put in your video and then like reprocessed and put online. So the big issue what? is that out of the 11 attempts we made to upload, uh, out of the 11 attempts we made to upload stuff, episodes one, two, and three, uh, which took literally all day to try and do this. Uh, only episode two, and this was the second attempt of episode two, uploaded without issue. Every other wow. one, what happened was, let's say the video was 31 minutes and 52 seconds. I know this because one of the videos is. And if it works correctly, it'd be 31 minutes, 55 seconds. It would put the three second stinger on the beginning. Right. What ends up happening is it's 31 minutes, 52 seconds every time they put their little video on and then it takes three seconds from the video. And, and it's like a weird processing thing. So like what happens is their video plays and then my video plays and it's fine. Everything's great. Everything's good. Everything's wonderful. And then slowly over the course of the video, the audio starts to desync. Oh. By the, time you get to the, end it, the end of it is, is exactly three seconds off for the last like, I don't know, five, 10 minutes, exactly three Weak. seconds off. So it literally just yeah. messes everything up. And I was like, I guess maybe if you're uploading like a 15 minute dirty video, this doesn't affect anything. <laughs> right. But if it's 30 minutes, obviously that's an issue. So I went through and I was like, what are we doing wrong? I re-rendered, I, re I like did 50 million different things, still like it didn't work. One video out of 11 worked. And so, mm. I contacted their tech support, which I don't, you know, we'll see if they ever get back. <laughs> right. But, but like, have technical it was, support. It was a I'm very, sorry, that makes me happy that, that exists. Here's what I know at the moment. I'm not sure how long it can stay on Vimeo, because I imagine Vimeo is going to be like, well, that that's a penis. So I feel like, <laughs> I feel like we're going to have to find a home somewhere, this wacky show. Uh, and so if anyone has any ideas, I'd love to hear them. But, I... I think I, I would love to hear what their reasoning is behind that desync. Like if, if tech support does get back to you, I want to know what the deal is with that. Cause that's tech really support. Amazing. I'm standing by. I'm waiting. Yeah. I would love Porn to know. Hit me yeah. Up. I had to message someone named Taylor. <laughs> like Taylor, <laughs> help me out here. What is going on? Um, yeah, it, it's a very weird, like, I don't understand why they wouldn't just put it like an ad before a video. Right. But I guess because they have ads, they can't put ad to ad. Like, I don't know. It's very weird. But sometimes it works and sometimes it don't. But for the most part, it don't work. And I don't know, I don't have reasoning. Like, I don't know if it's because it's a type of 
file that I'm using. I don't know if it's how we rendered it. I don't know if it wants CBR versus V. Literally, this is a troubleshooting thing that like I have no answers to. And to get answers, it would take days and days of work. So I'm just like, cool. But with that said, the series exists. All six episodes are up online right now uh, for as long as they'll be online. And then we'll find them a home and we'll get them, we'll get them situated out there in the world. And uh, yeah, we're going to do more. People seem to love it and jumped on to support our Patreon for this wackiness. So Hell yeah. I Thanks. loved it. The first episode was just like, oh, I know we've talked about it on the podcast in previous episodes, like what the first episode was going to be. But man, there were so many things I completely forgot about in La Blue Girl. <laughs> The girls met like it is it's weird, y'all. It's hilarious having grown ass adults deconstruct <laughs> what's so stupid about a '90s hentai. It's just <laughs> incredible. I'm just my the thing wow. about, my favorite. The thing. thing about '90s hentai is it's just so uniquely that. Like, yes. it's oh, absolutely. So, yeah. It's so that. Like, you see it and you're like, wow. You're like, that is what that is. That is a hentai from the '90s. And like, it's yeah. one of those things where you realize, like, as as you start to look at more, because when we when we were setting up the opening shot of the series, which is like a masterpiece theater thing, we had to order a lot of like props and stuff. I and so love bought- those props. I was gonna ask, it, is that like a green screen? Is that are those shots? Or did you actually buy the stuff? And I mean, as bought- it, as it panned through, that's what I'm I'm realizing. Hey. I'm like, you actually. But everything. Hey everyone, if you want to uh, support the show, I, I, just be aware, I spent $512 buying props for just a literal 10 second shot. But it's the best 10 second shot. It is, it is some, I, who knew that all those things cost so much money? The worst part is, is now I have a bin in a closet in my apartment filled with weird shit. The next yard know. sale. The next packs. Oh my God, please. <sighs> Jesse Cox's yard sale. The worst part is, is two of the things we ordered didn't show up in time. One of them is a glass ball with an octopus in it. And the other one is a giant, like, encyclopedia volume of like, uh, I think it was called uh, Nymphomania, The Disorder. And it's like a 15 part series. It's hilarious. And I was like, <laughs> Great. Well, I own these now, and we can't. So, maybe one so day season to two. That's that's what yeah. I'm hearing. I'm hearing got, season two. <laughs> well, what I'm hearing is you got some reading to do. I yeah, mean, clearly, clearly. <laughs> yeah, it was it was one of the funniest things we've ever put together. But it definitely, when you watch it, uh, be aware it's definitely not safe for work. But I don't know how we talk about it while like not showing the things we're talking about because some of the stuff you're just like. Well, like, did what? that really happen? How? Yeah. Oh, it happens. Oh, it I, yeah. happens. Uh, I will say, I'm going to give Very a spoiler. For, because uh, it was going to go on fucking Pornhub, so they didn't have to think about censoring anything. Right. Now we may have to. Uh, but so The, the PG-friendly. Yeah. yeah. My favorite part is um, episode six. I'm just going to give you the spoiler because it's genius. Ooh. This came out in the 90s, by the way. Like, 90. Mm. And oh my God, can I just tell you, my mom sent me, speaking of chats, like Jesse's parents probably so bad. My mom sent me a message that was just like, porn. And I was like, mom, it's funny. She goes, I'm just joking with you. And I was like, Dad. was that it? Was it one word? Was it just porn? Question mark, question mark, question mark? Yeah, she was just messing with me because my mom. Porn? Uh, but anyway, so the, uh, uh, in episode six, there is, it's a terrible, it's terrible. It's just bad. 
but there's a character called Ty Juton of the Injo realm who is like space queen, right? And when right. the guys go, they like rip her clothes off and they're like, oh, you're a woman. And she, and, and we had first off had a conversation that we're like, of course she's like, what? Yeah, no, she's the space queen. Of course she like, what? But then she drops the biggest bomb. This is 1993. And she's just like, hey, dummies in space and in the rest of the universe gender's a construct of the mind and you're like really stupid whoa we were like, in the 90s <laughs> what 93 what yeah, she's like gender's a construct of the mind and the rest of the universe it's only here in this weird world that you guys care and we were like fuck yeah and then tumblr like was birthed Yo, from she, this that can she that's my space queen hell yeah like long <laughs> baby all right fuck yeah that is mm -hmm. crazy. It was uh, it was crazy. We were like, "What the hell?" Meanwhile, Woken is very. I know, I saw that too. Yeah, Wokentai. Wokentai. Woke as fuck. There's nothing woke about this. Episode four <laughs> has one of the least woke moments ever. Okay. All right, Hands right, down, it's two old ladies, and it is like the most offensive shit I've ever heard. Period. So there is like no, there is no wokeness in this. But this one scene, <laughs> this one crazy. character, we were just like. All right, you know what? Fuck yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's bizarre, and it made us when we got all those props sent to us, we saw all the uh VHSs that we were sent, and oh I realized, oh no, it wasn't like this wasn't a fluke, and this wasn't like a terribly like a, just a terrible one off. Hmm. They're all bad, every yeah. single anti from the 90s is terrible. Just yeah. terrible. There's like an entire collection. I can't even remember the name of the collection. The same ones that are in the vein of like Wicked City and Metropolis, like way, way back when. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, and I thought, I was like, man, Wicked City was actually kind of deep. I was like rewatching it the other day because of you releasing this. I yeah, was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Sure, that's the reason. No, because yeah. I actually remembered that one having a plot, like an actual they all, plot. They all, have, like, they all do. Are, yeah, they actually yeah. do. There's, I will really... say that I really want to do Dragon Pink, mostly because <gasps> the plot of that involves the fact oh, that there is a, there is a, <laughs> a couple, a barbarian and his, like, sorceress. The elf? The sorceress with the elf? elf. That their scene? Whole, their whole plot is literally, she's just like, look, I gotta get you off because that's how I get my magic My magic up. back. That's how I renew my <laughs> mana. I'm like, this is, hel like, it's hilarious. The fairy. Amazing. Do you remember the fairy? <laughs> I look. I don't remember ninety percent of that. All I remember is that one scene because it stuck with me. I was like, "That's too funny." That it's like them trying to justify the world they live in. They're like, oh. "Yeah, it's like an RPG, except they have to bang in order to get their magic up." And it's right. like, "What? <laughs> okay, well, go yeah. Japan." <laughs> I mean, well, think about it. Like that's how you got your health back in GTA Three, right? You're you're, like, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not so, wrong. Technically, GTA Three, a hentai. Maybe. Who's to yeah. say? I don't remember the rest of that at all, so I'm very excited to... There's so much stuff. Call someone me like, when you need someone for that one, Jesse Cox. <laughs> I got you. Like, Yo, you guys should do cool devices. And I was like... Cool no. Oh, yes, you should. No, yes, you should. That's, so de that's the most depressing thing I've ever seen. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Which episode? Anyway, there there are a couple episodes that are pretty good of cool we'll devices. Move on. We'll move on. No, no more dirty. <laughs> Instead, hey, can I before it's you like guys jump in, games, right? you're talking about how much you love Risk of Rain 2. Or don't love. I have no idea what your opinion is. Okay. <laughs> can we Are talk we... about this article they dropped today? 
on Kotaku, look, Kotaku usually sucks balls. But today, oh. <laughs> they dropped a, like, 1,100-word article about Anthem. And holy shit, is, is it, it fascinating. Okay. Oh, hmm. my God. I'm, is I'm it? literally Ooh. opening it right now, and that is that is a really fucking strong title to come out uh, the game. Bioware's with. Anthem went wrong. That is, Damn. like, Whoa. they're going for the throat Savage. on that Savage. Uh, so let me let me like first off, I just got a thing from Taylor at Pornhub. They're aware of the issue. Yo, we might be on that shit, baby. All, All right. right. So um, <laughs> let me just like give you the 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 like kind of not deep dive, but d dip your toe into the waters. Yeah, of this. give me a give me a summary. So like, the basic the way this article starts out is incredible. Right away, they're like, hey, it wasn't even going to be called Anthem. Ooh, what's it was in called a name? Beyond until a week before E3 2017. Um, so right out I the can, can I uh, interject really fast here? Um, Anthem, dumb name. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I want to point Destiny out. Destiny 2B, better name. Mm -hmm. I want to point out that literally the uh, when the game was announced and I, at in 2017, I remember being on this podcast and being like, "What the shit does that mean?" I don't think Anthem means what I think they think it means. <laughs> it's, they just <laughs> saw the word and they were like, that's cool. That's a cool word. Right? It's a one-worded so, game title that hasn't been used yet, right? So if you read the article, you discover that the article is based off of 19 interviews with people, employees who like, like 19 wow. different employees who work there past and present. And so you get all this back information. And what's great is like, even on the team, they had no clue what Anthem meant as a title. And so they literally like backtraced it or, you know, they like backward him to the whole thing. And they're like, oh, it's um the Anthem of creation. And that's why the world is the way it is. So it makes sense. So they didn't even have the concept. No, of the no it doesn't. That doesn't Whoa. make any sense. Oh, you're right. You're Whoa. right. So then you- What? Uh, oh yeah. There's, there's so much in this article. It's like the craziest seven thing. They talk about how Frostbite is one of the worst things in the world to work with when there's so many bugs, it constantly bugs because patching the bugs are most engines. It's like, oh, a bug, it'll take like a day to fix. With with uh, Frostbite, it takes weeks to fix. And so most of the time they just don't fix it because mm -hmm. it's too much time. Um, they were understaffed. Uh, Edmonton and Austin, the two parts of the studio that were left after they closed down Montreal, uh, hated each other apparently. There was, oh, Stress casualties. What? Yeah. Whoa. That people would literally leave the company. Like they'd be like, "I need to take a stress break." They leave for three months and then never return. Yeah. Um, apparently, the game was in development for seven years, but only actually started to be made during the last eighteen months. I guess is what. So they had all this development time. Uh, I, from what I read, it seems like everyone there had ideas of what they wanted the game to be they'd go into meetings they would sit down have this conversation and then when answers and like direction needed to be given they'd be like okay let's meet up again and talk about it again and they never get like resolution so they go back to their teams and be like i don't know what we're supposed to do right um they drop some info about dragon age inquisition and how they think it's to blame for what happened one of the employees i think this is amazing is like it won award after award and it wasn't a game we really worked on until the final year and wow. it was it was mostly crunch and a lot of burnout and so people in the company really wanted the game to fail because they wanted it to prove that it's not a healthy way to make games yeah. right wow uh, and this is a this is like a legit quote from the article i think it's amazing within the studio there's a term called bioware magic it's a belief that no matter 
how rough a game's production might be, things will always come together in the final months. The game will always coalesce. They thought that so much, they named Anthem in the company Dylan because they thought it would be like Bob Dylan and that people would reference the game for years to come. Whoa. That's like how fool themselves they were with this. Wow. They said, they said that no one could ever sell on anything, nothing was ever good enough, and when they tried to make the game, uh, you know, everything was constantly changing. And so one of my favorite little anecdotes in this article, it's like way further down, but it's so good. It's the last thing I'll talk about with it because it's incredible, is that um, the president, CEO, whoever it is, the guy who was uh, who's the head of EA, um, he uh, is like, hey, Body I want – um, this guy seems like he was from fraught, like he was from Norway or something. He oh, definitely okay, had right. like a Norwegian name. I don't know. Oh no, that's Activision. Never mind. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So he uh uh come he like basically every winter during winter break, the company gives out demos. Like every year, companies give out demos for everyone to play to show like everyone in the company across all the different parts of oh Swedish. My apologies. Um, all across the different parts of uh. EA, all the different games that they're working on. The people go home and they play them over the break and they give their feedback, right? So what ended up happening is that uh, when it came to um, Anthem, they couldn't get the fly mechanics right. They kept, basically they kept changing the fly mechanics over and over and over and over and over again to the point where because you changed the mechanics, you had to change the world, right? Because the world had to reflect where you could fly, they had to keep changing it constantly. And it kept making setbacks. So finally they gave up and took flying out completely. And so the demo they had was a demo of no flying. It was just, oh, like you run on the ground, you shoot stuff. And they put out the demo and uh, Patrick Soderlund, Soderlund, I guess. Mm. He straight up is just like, this is garbage. This is terrible. Fix this. This is not the game you promised me. So what ended up happening is they go back and they're like, okay, guys, we need to fix this. E3 is coming up. So between Christmas and E3, they scrambled just to make a demo just for this guy. They re-added flying. And what they said, and this is, I think is very telling of EA. They were like, okay, here's what we need to do in order to make him like it. One, make it flashy visually. And two, make everything just like the backgrounds look gorgeous. That's <laughs> all they were like. And then he'll love the game. And so what they did is they remade everything to look, make like it look gorgeous. And then they gate, like he flew out to uh, Edmonton and they had a guy practice over and over and over again flying to put flying back in the game just for him and they had him practice it over and over and over again to make it look perfect so literally within 30 seconds of arriving according to this story that's told in it within 30 seconds of arriving he sits down the the guy who's playing jumps off a thing and like kind of floats cool airshipy like captain uh not captain america uh iron, iron man, man lands, lands. and this then quote, the producer this just like the, the director guy or uh president of ea whatever is just like <gasps> That's amazing. This is what we want. This is exactly what we need. This is it. This is perfect. And that's and they're like, okay, cool. He's sold. And then they go back, like, okay, we need to have flying. We need to make it look good. And that was like it. Originally, the game was supposed to be a game that you went out and then because it was called Beyond, everything was supposed to be open to you. It was supposed to be a wide open world. Everything was supposed to be like um like you go and maybe like a crazy electrical storm and start. You'd have to figure out a way to survive the storm. Or right. you, there'd be a mission where you go to a volcano, you'd have to figure out a way to stop the volcano from exploding or what was causing it to explode. Mm -hmm. And you would always go on these crazy missions that was sort of like Dark Soulsies. They wanted you to, to die. Like the whole point was that it's supposed to be very, very, very hard. This world that you were gonna be in was supposed to be a world like sucked in ships and you were the weakest thing there. Like you were right. not supposed to be this strong character. 
But instead, what ended up happening is they were just like, all right, well, shit. Uh, I guess we have to make it look beautiful and then like find a core loop. So the core loop they settled on was just like loot gathering. And the way they made it where you like explore, the reason why they wanted people to explore and made that such a fundamental part of the game is because people straight up were like not exploring. Because now that they had flying, they just fly by everything that they spend all the time building. So yeah. they were like, okay, well, it's a f that's like it's the surface of the article. There's crazy. so much in there. It's 1100. Just read it and be like, yeah, this is a company that thought they could get shit done because they made several great games and yeah. just thought they could coast. And it's well crazy. I mean, I mean, you met you brought up Dragon Age Inquisition, and I've always said Dragon Age Inquisition is just a dating simulator with clunky combat. But like, <laughs> it's like the, the you. There's so many things wrong with that attitude of just like it'll it'll work that like you that's such a terrible attitude to have about it like that's so bad. Um, I don't know if you guys ever talked about it, but I I have not played Anthem at all. But from what I've seen, it's just like oh my god, I can't stop looking at how many things are going wrong with this game. Like the 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 level one gun, like the default gun being better than the like master crafted guns just because it like didn't scale right or something and they're like oh oops that's the bug i'm like no you just literally didn't think anybody would use that level one gun for as long as you did like yeah. come on like we're not stupid you know like yeah it's, it's yeah yeah from talking with sam because sam played through all of it mm -hmm. um there it was just extremely obvious that they had never made a co-op game before mm -hmm. and sure. that the sort of obvious things that they would learn from studying other successful co-op games were just not in oh. it. Speaking of which, in the article, because you brought this up, it's amazing. There's <laughs> a part where literally they're told in the office not to discuss Destiny. They're like, <laughs> don't bring it up. What? Don't talk about it. We're not Destiny. Ooh. And that is, you know what that reminded me of? And this is crazy is when Blizzard was like, Heroes of the Storm is not a MOBA. Don't talk about other MOBAs. We're something different. It's like, no, how are you going to learn dude, you're a MOBA, MOBA then? Yeah, I, there's nothing yeah. wrong with discussing the competition right? at all. If you watch like uh, Danny O'Dwyer's documentary on Final Fantasy XIV and how when it was first made, it was just a fucking shit show. Yeah. Like everybody at that company was like, well, none of us, none of us tried any MMOs. None of us tried playing any of the MMOs that were popular at the and time. Then Yoshi could P came MMO because we're yeah, and then Yoshi P was like, "You motherfuckers, back yeah, up!" Like, I, I played them all. He's like, "I played all of them. Let's do." <laughs> I played them all. Yeah, yeah. He loved that dude. Loves MMOs, but it's like that's such a bad attitude to have to be like, "Well, we're separating ourselves totally from the competition." You know, it's like look at what made them good. Look at what made them successful, and then be and like, "Okay." How or what made we, them fail too? Yeah, or, or, like, what mistakes they made? Learn. <laughs> yeah, and to be like, how can we put our own spin on the? Obviously, maybe not the fail part, but the success <laughs> part. Like, how can we take what made them good and put our own imprint on it? You know, make it our own thing instead of just copying it. You know, like what what can we do to make it our own thing and make that successful? And and to just shut out all the other aspects of that genre or your competition, that is a horrible way to make a game. That is also, not, uh, not a game. Yeah. To everybody who's listening, 
I'm not saying that Destiny is a terrible game, but it did get a lot of criticism when it came out. Yeah. And studying why that is would be beneficial to a company that's making a game that is arguably similar yeah, to sure. Destiny. That's Perhaps, what I'm oh my God, oh, absolutely, yes. <laughs> to find oh out, God. like, even to listen to the feedback from fans who played those games to be able to be like, hey, you know, this is what fans are asking for from these other MOBAs or or whatnot, looter shooters, et cetera. And we could find our niche right here. We could we could make that happen. Let's do that. Cause that could be successful, maybe. But I don't get this whole like, don't talk about Warframe. Don't talk about Destiny. Like, yeah. ah. I mean, yeah, because successful or not successful there's still something to be learned something to be gleaned from playing those games knowing who exactly who your competition is and how to leverage your marketing at least do you think, do you think apex legends was like don't talk about fortnite don't talk about you know no. don't talk about any of the battle royale game. don't talk about any of that no they probably were like hey that's cool you know let's put this in and put our own spin on it like let's do this like they probably did all that. So what I'm saying is, get ready for default dance in Apex Legends. That's all I'm saying right now. You know. I, I think what I think is crazy is then if you look at like, think about like, going back to MOAs for instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about how uh, you have a game like League of Legends come out. League of Legends definitely 100% from the get go was like. Yeah, let's talk about this Dota thing that's in Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like we all played that. And like, we could just import those characters, make our own thing. And then Dota 2 comes out, and you damn well know, based on the characters they created, they were like, yo, this League of Legends thing, I think we can do that because we own Dota. And I feel like we, okay, let's do And they just, like, fed off each other back and forth, where it was like a, it's like a Coke-Pepsi rivalry. It makes sense. <laughs> both games succeed because of it, because there's something there for both people. And then you have all these other, other things come out where it's like, we can kind of like skirt around the edges, but to deny what other like games exist out there is crazy. And mm -hmm. to say like Destiny is not a thing when you're making a game that literally looks like Destiny, to yeah. be like, we're Problem. not into Destiny is insane. Yeah. Like it just goes to show you like the hubris and ego that is at uh, Bioware, where they're mm -hmm. like, we made some of the greatest games. Look, 100%. They made some fantastic games. Some of the best yeah. games ever made, period. But that was years ago. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you can't just coast on that forever. You got to keep making. And they're just like, the kids will buy it. Think about the the last thing I, I want to say about this is like, even look at WoW. Like when they were developing WoW, they brought on Big Jeff from who was <laughs> the leader of one of the biggest rating guilds in EQ. And they were like, hey, what do you hate about EQ? What do you hate about EverQuest, you know? What sucks, what could be better? They literally took someone who played the hell out of, uh, out of the biggest- was the, the biggest beast, MMO at the time. The yeah. beast, the biggest one, and was like, what sucked, what needs to be better? And he was like, hey, this. And then they made, uh, you know, a game that some people played, so. <laughs> just weird. a few. Yeah, just, just a couple just people a couple. played, so. But, no. but it's absolutely 100% correct in that, like, if you look back, the reason why people switched, the number one, th I would love to have been in that room with that conversation, just like, oh my God, number seriously. one reason, uh, I don't want to have to be in a group all the time. That was the biggest draw to WoW in the beginning. I didn't give a yep. crap about mm -hmm. anything else. I was a Warcraft fan. Like, I played the games. I was in love with, like, Frozen Throne and Warcraft 3 and all shit. Like, it was great. Mm -hmm. But, like, having a game, they were like, yeah, because um, I was playing Final Fantasy XI at the time. And oh you God. hit that beach... And level yeah. 14, you better find a group or you're doing nothing. Yeah. And right. that was that was such a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's uh looking looking for group. NA, no thank you. 
That, yeah. was, that was the big thing in Final Fantasy XI, yeah. My poor little Taru, just my Taru Dragoon, <laughs> totally useless. Poor mm -hmm. kid. Uh, mm -hmm. But like, that's that kind of shit where it's just like, the minute they said, you don't need to play with anybody else, I was like, this is it, this is the one for me, I'm in. Mm -hmm. And and I guarantee that was like a initial conversation, just like, you know what sucks about MMORPGs? They make you play with other people. And I was mm -hmm. like, right. no yeah. one ever thought, I guarantee no one thought that was like a thing up until then. Mm -hmm. like yeah. no one thought to not like to just have you because they're like well it's online so you want to play with other people sometimes you don't like sometimes mm -hmm. you just don't want to this so yeah this this like all like talking about mmos and about bioware i i wanted to like tie it all together is i remember when old republic was being teased oh, and people yeah. were talking about old republic and that whole like bioware magic thing is people were like but it's bioware and they're making an mmo and i was like they've never done this before what makes you think it's gonna be good like they've never like have you ever played a bioware game that's been balanced like ever and they're like well no but like they're gonna do it and i'm like really and you really think so and then they did for go. kind of a hot minute sort yeah. of well, and that's because it was star wars and star wars was like yeah. it kind of carries it just a yeah, bit yeah. Like, yeah we played the shit out of that when it first came out yeah it was like that post new trilogy phase where there was nothing coming you thought like yeah. well i guess episode three is the last movie we were getting and yeah, that was yeah. it and everyone was like really hyped to be into star wars and if you played it they had the voice acting was great. It the was. The story like, was kind of like fun to play. Being yeah. a Sith Inquisitor. Literally, mm -hmm. I've said this before, I'll say it again. Guys, I fucked a local governor and then killed her two scenes later. It was the best damn game I've ever played. It was great. It was the so not, <laughs> but the not, was fun. The not MMO parts of were great. Old Republic were great, but then the MMO parts, you're like, oh, I guess this <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Crazy. The minute you Because we should just have KOTOR. I mean, I'm just... We should have had next the minute you reached max level, and it was like, okay, do the things you do in an MMORPG. There was nothing. There was no. It was very obviously a no clue. And so, of course, like everyone else, I quit. Uh, recently, I saw, you know, maybe a year or two ago, I saw one of the new trailers for a new thing that they were doing, and it looked amazing. I was like, all right, I got to see what this is. I went back. Let me tell you, it's confusing that game is not now. It well, it is game, not the same. Star Wars: Old Republic. It is oh. not. Aged well at all. Oh, that's it too bad. It was so confusing logging back in after being gone for a while. I think it must have been around the same time that you did that, Jesse, as well, because I just, that I was. Awesome trailer, the cool trailer yeah. that was like the two brothers, and they were like, one was light, one was dark. I was like, oh my God, I'm in this shit. I, I was like, I already I have these characters that are already like leveled oh. up. I, you know, I have these things. I can go back to it, and now it's like free to play, sort of. And. I was so confused. I logged in. I'm like, what is all of this junk? My UI is exploded, basically. Yeah. <laughs> if you play it and you keep playing it, you probably understand all of it. But going in, like, I haven't played this game in two years. Yeah. Going back in, I was like, what the hell is all this? There was so much going on. And none of it was, like, user-friendly. And most of it was like, oh, well, in order to access this, you have to pay for full membership. But this thing, you I was like, right playing what yeah. meanwhile meanwhile that during pandaria where i just stopped playing wow for like a year and a half you can go after back to a year WoW. and a half i came back and i was like oh i know this and i recognize mm -hmm. this because like there's something no matter how much they update the game they keep making it familiar for people who return and it's that kind of like knowing your user and no like that kind of stuff is huge and i think that then goes to creating new titles which is like know who your players are know what they're looking for know what they want and 
the best way that they could have done that for Anthem was literally play Destiny nonstop. Have everyone on the team, their homework every night is go home and play Destiny. Warframe 2. Warframe. Yeah, Warframe. Like, yeah. Oh my god, Warframe Definitely would have been... For a core yeah. gameplay loop, Yeah. go go mm -hmm. do it. Warframe, And yeah. literally just be like, hey, guys. Or at least fix some of the things Warframe did wrong initially. I know it's been updated a lot since, so don't grill me, but yeah, don't no. at me. It's fine. Yeah. But yeah. in the beginning, that game needed a really big tutorial. Oh, mm -hmm. yes. I just... I think like if I was running a studio and I had to say like, okay, this is the game, this type of game we're making, literally every night would be like, hey, go home, play this other competitive game that, that is a competitor to, all, to us. And then literally be like, tomorrow morning in our meeting, give me three things you loved about what you did last night. Like what were the yeah. things that really stood out to you? Things that you were like, I would love to do that again. Let's, let's take that shit and put it in our game. How like, much I, that would be a thing that would happen. How Wait, much did a... you play Yogg during Monster Prom Development? <laughs> no, literally, it's yeah. in the credits. Like, yeah, we... mm. Yogg, it's there, which is dope. Yeah. This yeah. game inspired this game. Like, mm -hmm. 100%. We were just like, that's a great game. What if we add, like, dating to it? Yeah. Right. That's literally all it is. There's mm -hmm. no, we're not, no bones about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this I think... extends to, like, other mediums, too. It's like when you hear, uh, like, a record producer or an artist talk about, like, how they were inspired to create their album. They're like, oh, well, you know, I sat around and I listened to a lot of this and a lot of that. And I thought, you know, hey, I want to bring my own thing to it. Or even actors, when they're preparing for a role, it's like, well, how did you prepare to act in this blah, blah, blah? Oh, well, you know, I went and I watched all of these old movies and got inspiration and took things from here and there. Everybody does it. So for one company, just because it thinks its balls are too freaking big to say no you can't we are bioware we're doing our own thing that's right. such bullshit bioware bullshit is the uh should be the new bioware magic um i will simply say go read like we barely touched that go read that article oh that article you, yeah i started 30 minutes to kill just go read it and be like how some of it's so how shocking happen and you just realize like at the end of the day they thought they were undefeatable, like they were just the best in the world. And for a while, they were. But I feel like it's that thing, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of every great actor who still thinks they're hot shit, but they haven't been in a movie in like 50 years. And they're like, right. hello, I'm ready. You know, like, <laughs> they, like, like it's that idea of like, you still like think it's the same. It's like, no, no, stuff Things changes over time. <laughs> like you, you had your moment, like gracefully go away. <laughs> But I mean, in any industry, nobody wants to do that. <laughs> right, no, and that's what I think is so, it's it's definitely a fascinating look at the company version of that, where mm. it's like, you can see a person just sort of like not wanting to let go of what they had and loving that moment. And just like the, the, like the Al Bundy effect, where it's like, remember in high school, I was the best football player and that'll never change. <laughs> but like, dude, you're 55 now. Like high school has been over for a while. And it's, I think it's the same thing. Like, remember when we... Guys, remember when we like made Mass Effect? Mass remember Effect 2 oh, Gate great. And you're like, yeah, it was great. That was really great game. And you sort yeah. of pat him on the shoulder, like, all right, bud, go get him. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> get I on think out say, there. Saying it that way, though, makes it sound like you're saying they should just be put out to pasture and stop <laughs> making, which yeah, is not. No, they, I don't they think they need to, it's about to happen. Just, they need to revamp the way that they think either that. I mean, th if the turnover is so high as it is based on that article, that turnover is high. They need to quit bringing back people 
from other from like the way bygone era and hire new people like people who maybe ha are newer to the space you know go do get more interns and whatnot you know people who are playing all of these different games and get yeah. some new ideas i'm not saying there's anything wrong with having a seasoned veteran on your team but i am saying that having an old-fashioned way of thinking is not really going to be too beneficial to you in, a, in an industry helpful. that's always evolving like mm -hmm. sure and I think one of the big issues is like they need to think and say like, okay, well, what what games are we most proud of? X, Y, and Z, right? You know, like Mass Effect, Baldur's Gate, you know, all Dragon Age, all this stuff. And then they need to sit down and they need to say, what what is it that made these games? What is it that made these games so good? to us as the developers why are we proud of these games what makes these games so good and you can't say and you have to say you can't say because it's from bioware that can't be a criteria that makes us proud of this game yeah what are the elements what made these what? games so good why are we happy with these games as a product and as a story and then but i think that i think the problem though is mm -hmm. like when you have a company that constantly at the last minute it's like if if yeah. you're writing a paper for class and you you've not done a thing until the night before and that is a jesse <laughs> thing boy did yeah. i write a lot of papers the night before and i think same I, and i got a's I, on a lot of them yeah, <laughs> same i sucked at testing like i'm a very bad test taker but when it comes to writing papers thank god for graduate school because that's all i did and i aced that shit i wrote like <laughs> you have to write a 30 page thesis nailed that shit but it's one of those things where it's like every like I, you would write papers and when i was younger my mom would literally just help me and sit there and be like that's wrong that's wrong because she was an english uh. major she'd be like nope don't do that don't do that so i learned like all these things from her and so i became like a very good paper writer but i would always do it the last minute always mm. but i would get an a and if anyone came to me and said wow jesse what a great a what'd you do to earn that i could not tell you what <laughs> i did to earn that i don't sure. know and i think it's very similar to bioware where they just like at the last minute push the thing out people are like awesome and i don't know that they know why it was successful yeah. truthfully but maybe maybe they don't know from a uh maybe maybe from a development point it's not that detailed but they can go back and they can look at say well, okay what do people like what do people like about what we did you know what worked Get what consultants didn't work? in I mean, yeah. there's a lot. You have the resources. There's the, so many companies because, that don't have the resources. There's no yeah. reason that your stuff should be let failing. Me, let me, let me, let me lay this out for you, okay? And I want, I want this clip to come back and haunt me from what, from okay. what I'm about to say. Oh, okay. We Let's are, prepare ourselves for this. We are at a, we are at a fork in the road right now for Bioware. All right, and I think there's two major ways. Not to say that these are the only two ways that things can go, but I think these are the ways that things are going to go for Bioware. Number one, they come out with another game and hey, it's good. You know, people like it and they say, all right, Bioware, okay, you had some rough patches, but I think, you know, you can make this work in the situation that you're in. All right, you know, and then they chug along and they start to gain steam again and hey, everything's great and we get some more good Bioware games. Number two, EA shuts down the studio. A bunch of people from Bioware go off they make a Kickstarter. They don't deliver on the game. Everything dissolves, and then <laughs> that's and that's it. That's not where those, I thought that was gonna go. You those, you were going right, and then swerved left. Yeah. Like, oh, 
Because that's what happens. They're late and then they run out of money and then nothing ever happens because they're used to making a game of a certain scale and then they don't have that and then they overestimate what's going to happen and then everything goes away. There is, there is nothing I would like more than Bioware to come back as a company and make something amazing. Yes, like, would, same. Uh, but, right? That's what I want. I would, I would love to play the next great Bioware RPG. With that said, though, I feel like because so much talent has left, I wonder if it's not a kinder thing for EA just to shut her down and then the people who are, like, Ooh. passionate go and make something on their own and have a new company and, oh, and do something else that way yeah. where they don't have an overlord like, <laughs> like EA being like, it isn't good. Oh, but the graphics yeah. are nice, so I guess we'll release it. You know, like, I don't... I don't I, I would rather they do something that they love and are passionate about than be forced to like grind out more mediocre crap is what I'm kind of saying. I mean, I agree with that. I do. Yeah, I, I mean, agree with that. A lot of people have already left Bioware though. I mean like a lot of the yes. people that really made the Bioware games are <laughs> gone. They're, 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 they're out of there. There's a great story in the article about a guy who uh, was the writer for Dragon Age. Um, Anthem did like the story was bare bones. So they brought the writer from Dragon Age on. He comes on and he starts writing this amazing epic story. And then all the team is like, no, this is just like Dragon Age. Like we don't want a big, we don't want like a big bad villain. We Whoa. want it to be like grounded and we want it to be less fantasy and more sci-fi. Basically what they were saying is we want it to be more StarCraft 1, not StarCraft 2. Wink. Uh, and so, um, okay. you know, like StarCraft 1, let me give you the spoiler. StarCraft 1, there is no like, there's a hint at a major villain but everyone's bad in some way. The Zerg are bad, right. the Protoss are bad, the humans are bad. Everyone is kind of a dick. Um, yeah. StarCraft II, they ruined that. And so um, I think the big thing is like, when it comes to this, they brought him in, he wrote this amazing story and they hated it. And dude left, dude left. Like the guy who's writing Dragon Age games left. And so you're right, most of this big team, the people that came on to like help make this game are out. Mm -hmm. And so, Who's left? It's either you give people a shot to rise up and take chances and make something new, which are they going to do that? Yeah. Or you like, I don't know, start over, get those people that bugged out and start over and make something amazing. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I mean, the doctors left a long time ago, right? Like the two mm. guys that like really founded Bioware and like really were yeah. the big, their big deal. Like they yep. left a long time ago and they were like a really big driving force behind that company. Uh, I don't know, man. It's, ah, this is sad. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> uh. I mean, no one, wa no one wants to see like a company that made games that they feel connected to nobody wants to see that company kind of like fall apart in one way or another yeah why do you think we're so angry Where about blizzard it? deciding to yeah. like just yeah. start to like mm, I have concerns i have concerns <laughs> um you guys see the uh borderlands 3 announcement oh, yeah that was a thing that that happened oh, i saw the trailer it's like all borderlands if you guys want to play i'd love to play with you i think it'll be totally yeah. fun yeah. Awesome, well, awesome. with that said, I'm not going to play it by myself. I never will play a Borderlands no. game by myself. I, Alone, I, I think they're boring <laughs> as shit. With friends, it's like, all right, I, this, this is great. So I I had not, this is before Borderlands 2 came out, um, but after it had been announced, I was like, you know what? I never did any of the DLC for Borderlands 1, so I'll play, mm. this was years, years ago. And mm. um, I was like, you know what? I'll play through the, the, the game of Borderlands 
and because I couldn't get anybody else to play with me on PC at the right. time. And uh, I'll play through the DLC because apparently, and my roommate was like, "Oh, it's really funny. You should try it." And I played through all of Borderlands One by myself and the DLC. That was the most depressing fucking time I ever had. Really? It was so depressing. I was like, "Okay," because it's like, like it or no, it was like for the gameplay, it was fun, but like none of the social interaction, like none of the like jumping onto your friends car and driving around and none of like the oh i found I, this cool thing it's just like oh here's a cool drop picks up like it's just like so unsatisfying to play by yourself so unsatisfying yeah no 100 uh, percent agree i will yeah. say there's it's two different games a alone by yourself version is not fun but with friends mm -hmm. suddenly it's incredible uh, I will say the one thing that was actually kind of fun is Borderlands 2 uh, mm -hmm. DLC that was like the Dungeons & Dragons one. Yeah, that was great. Assault on Dragon Keep or whatever. That was super fun. That one yeah. was actually really entertaining, mm -hmm. but because mm -hmm. it was it like was vastly different, but boy, yeah, it's a hard oof from me. Like, I'm excited. I'll play it. But I didn't like. I didn't see anything graphically different, and it looked to be the same. Yeah, it looked and everything seemed. Similar. I was like, okay, it's a third one, and I think it's kind of neat that they went off. They literally, apparently, are trying to make it sort of spoofy off the fact that the game, the Borderlands Two, ended so weirdly. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, it can't I... be can't be worse than the ending of Borderlands One. <laughs> <laughs> as far as like, yeah. Okay, I'm just trying to figure out kind of like where we even are with the franchise now. It, when we think about going back to Borderlands 2, the head writer, Anthony Birch, has been gone for years mm -hmm. from Gearbox. So, and it seems like, you know, it's just like a big old gathering of, hey, here are these new Vault Hunters and, and we're bringing back some of your old favorites and it's all a big gathering together and... But that was Borderlands 2. Right? That was that was Borderlands 2. It's like was because we we Borderlands 2 was announced and it's like new vault hunters, but your old the old favorites are back. And I'm like, where okay. did they go? They were just in the last installment. Yeah. So kind of fine. Is it just going to be Borderlands 2 again? Like, but to be fair, I didn't play the pre-sequel. I I mean, let's be honest. I do not play these games for the lore. Period. <laughs> I don't, oh, I don't give a shit. You don't want to know everything about Handsome Jack? I don't. I well, don't Randy Pitchford said that we shit. killed him, so we should just ignore that the mask was I, in the trailer. I don't fucking care about the Borderlands lore. I'm sorry, I don't. Uh, I just play it to shoot things and collect loot. Sure. Um, yeah, that's it. But uh, it's like... I mean, I mean, I guess that there are people out there who who are into it, and like I said, I didn't play the pre-sequel, so I guess I don't really have any frame of reference for a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's like cool. I'll try it. If it's fun, it's fun. Gameplays—I've never had a big complaint about the gameplay. Like co-op, it's awesome, super yes. fun. Yeah. Yuri and I had a lot of fun playing it together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I, I do like that they're having like a—they're uh, putting in some different environments sort of one's more like a metropolis or a city i'm not sure how long we actually get to stay in it and then there's like the swamp area so which is still weird because it is borderlands so that's a bit deviating from the usual formula but at least Very, it's something yeah. kind of new mm -hmm. <laughs> um yeah there's so many people that worked on the previous borderlands games that have, have gone like uh, VO for Claptrap's gone, went over to Rooster Teeth. 
uh, like a year ago. Uh -oh. um, yeah. So I don't know really what to expect from this, Honestly, besides more of the same. Just I more of the same. hope that that's not the case at all. I hope because there's so much new blood, it is what we see is what we're expecting to see, but what we'll get is vastly different. That is my, you know, that's my hope for Bioware, right? That Bioware will have so much new people come in, they'll be like, look, we have to do things differently now or else we're dead. And right. so I, I hope that, that, you know, but with that said, you know, who knows what we'll actually get. Yeah, um, well, hopefully it will still be released September 13th, which was the tweet that was released, but then quickly deleted. Um, some people were saying it was because the announcement wasn't supposed to hit until April the 3rd. It is the 3rd here, but not there, so um, we'll see if that actually comes back out. Some people are saying that it's possible things are pulled because it might be an Epic Game Store exclusive. Mm. Yikes. If so, I... Uh, I... I don't know. This whole Epic Game um, Store thing is... Did did anybody see that thing about uh, that that hoax about uh, Fortnite stealing that skin from that DeviantArt page? No. Oh my God. Okay. So this is wild. Uh, this is this is a rabbit hole. I don't know if we want to. I'll keep it short. But basically, um, they posted that new like uh, Guardian. I don't. I I have not a Fortnite boy. Let me tell you right now. I don't. A fort know boy, if you will. A fort, a fort boy. But yeah. um. Uh, so they posted this like guardian of nature skin. It's sort of like, you know, got like feathers, and like a mask on and stuff and whatever. And somebody posted, uh, they were like, I made this drawing on DeviantArt years ago and they stole it. And wow, it's like, what? And it's like, it's the same thing, right? It's like the feathers and the rope belt and the mask and the, and the hair and everything. And it was like, right. whoa, holy shit. Like they really stole this. And uh people went back and were like they literally edited because deviantart lets you edit submissions and it Whoa. doesn't, alert, it doesn't oh. alert anybody so somebody literally oh. drew like a crappy version of like they're like yeah i made this years ago uh, and they stole it from me but they oh they just gosh. drew like their own version of it and then uploaded it as a timestamp from years ago and was like yeah they stole this concept art from me and then they wow. and it's gone now yeah, they told, but everybody was like slamming Epic about it. it. Was like, you fucking stole this, you stole this skin from this person on DeviantArt. That's messed up. Like that, and they're like, no, they they actually just changed the the upload and then made it look like this. So like you can, yeah, no, you're, you all jumped on them about nothing. But still, it was it was like, why, like who, like why would you do that? You think you would never get found out? Really? That's wild. That's wild to me. Yeah, people jumped on that hate chain really fast, but yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, mm. crazy. Be right back, editing my live journal so I can react to this like years before. Years in the <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <gasps> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's it's like uh, I don't know. People people do anything for for that oh, gosh, clout yeah. these days, you know. But Ooh. goodness, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, DeviantArt does tell when people edits something so people got suspicious quickly yeah but people wow. check the cache uh like the older cache files of it oh, and yeah. just like oh yeah way it's... back machine and all that yeah, good right. stuff too exactly <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah yeah i don't know but i Do mean you guys... oh go ahead sorry oh, no no no. i was just gonna say oh. the whole like public opinion of epic was tenuous 
because of the the Epic Game Store stuff anyway. So I think oh, people yeah. really just kind of wanted an excuse to dogpile on them. Mm. <laughs> Naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see anything from the footage and announcements from PAX East that you found surprising or interesting? I didn't get a chance to watch a lot of the PAX panels, if I'm really honest. So, yeah, I'm... Not so much for me, but I was just curious. I don't remember what all I heard about. Let me look. Besides the Borderlands 3 thing, that was the only thing I really heard come out of PAX. Oh, the last Gungeon DLC. Ah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Farewell to Arms. I love love Enter the Gungeon a lot, so uh, that's a really big one for me. I'm kind of sad about it, but, um, you know, whatever. I'll, uh, it looks like they're adding a bunch of stuff, and I think it's free. So, yeah, I'm really excited about that one. Um, oh yeah, uh, Bloodlines Two, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines Two. I'm really excited about that one. Oh, you've been playing. I was gonna say, were you playing yes. some uh, the other day on Twitch? Yeah. Yes, nice, I was. Nice. I played the first one. I love that game. That game. Same. Is it's one of my like, favorites. Yeah, that's like going back to high school for me. That, yeah. That is. <laughs> oh, I love. I love that game. It is a phenomenal game, and I'm so excited for the second one. Uh, let's see. What else was announced at PAX East? Um, uh, I mean, anything big? Risk of Rain was announced, right? It was just like, and it's up on early access now. Yes. Yeah. So there was that. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. we can get more in-depth in that in a moment. I'm just trying to find if there's anything else that... It yeah. just seemed like a really light year. I, I don't know if it's maybe because PAX East... It used to be... It seemed like PAX East was the beginning of the circuit, and now I guess PAX um, South is kind of the beginning of the circuit for the year now, because uh, that happens beforehand. Mm-hmm. So maybe we just already got a, a fair amount, and we had a lot of strong games i feel already out this year so far mm-hmm. uh and then we have e3 maybe we're saving a lot of stuff up for the summer um there was cyber there was cyber shadow from the published by yacht club that like ninja Ooh. gaiden looking game yeah, I yeah, about that was that. Cool. it looked cool but like i feel like it's sort of coming hot on the heels well not i guess not hot on the heels anymore but of the messenger which is sort of yeah. that same kind of like Ninja Gaiden again sort of thing, you right. know, where it's like that. So it's, it'll be neat to check out, but um, I'd love to see how they sort of make it their own sort of ooh, throwback ninja game because <laughs> it's been done a number of times. Uh, I don't know. We can talk about Risk of Rain because yeah. that's real fun. Yes, please do. It. I would love to hear. Uh, you want to you wanna kick us off, dudes? About how sure. what you think? Yeah, um, I I've played it a little bit pretty much every day since it's come out. Um, but it's the second one. The first one was two D. This one is three D, and um, it has a lot of just like sort of dungeon crawly elements and roguelite elements that we expect. So you find items, they like stack on you. If you die, you start completely over. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do have little quality of life things because it's multiplayer uh, say that I made it through because every level, at least at this point is um, you go until you beat the boss of the level and then use a teleporter. And so say that 
Octo and I are playing, if I died, but Octo made it through the teleporter, I would be alive for the next round. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of nice. Yeah, you don't get the items at the end of the level though. That's the one. No, thing. like any yeah. I, any rewards for beating the boss or anything like that, I would miss out on, but I mm -hmm. would be alive to help out with the next level. Mm -hmm. uh, it over time scales in difficulty. So when you first start off in level one, um, it's on easy, but the longer that you take in that level, it'll, it'll slowly tick up and up and up. And it doesn't just stop at hard. It's like easy, medium, hard, very hard, impossible. Insane. Crazy. Yeah. It keeps getting worse and worse and worse. I was yeah. watching at one point and literally it was just ha 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 like all the way across because they took so fucking long. Yeah. And do you remember what the what the percentage is, Octo? Like once you use the teleporter, the next level will be like a percentage harder than where you like two it like bumps up by two thirds of a section or something like that. So it like boop like puts you over. It it like I like I said, I was saying this before the podcast. Um I played the first one for maybe 10 hours. I don't remember it that much though. There is a very dedicated fan base for Risk of Rain One, though. Like that mm. is there is there are people who love that game. Um yeah. but this game I really enjoy. It's a fun ass game. Like it's a really cathar well, you know, it sort of starts cathartic, like co-op roguelike, you know, I or roguelite, I should say. It's it's uh you know, you pick up items that are randomized and you get money that you can spend and you play with friends and there's waves of enemies. It's a good time. Like I, I really, really like this game. I can see why a lot of people are playing it for sure. When we were when we were playing it the other night, Octo and I, um I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Alex, but it, you seem to feel like your biggest critique was that if you were playing on your own, it would take a long time oh, you, to you unlock would, a character. It is massively so like, difficult. You, you, I remember trying to play Risk of Rain 1 single player. That was a nightmare. That mm -hmm. is really hard. You, you can play this game single player, but it is a humongous handicap to play it single player. Do you think that I, that's like currently a balance thing just based on, because it is an early access, is it possible that a developer is wanting more people to make use of the multiplayer aspect? I mean, do you think that that might be something that they fine tune later on to maybe scale back or bring back the single player difficulty a little bit? Maybe this is just kind of them. I don't think so because it, regardless, it does start you off pretty easy. And mm -hmm. if you're playing by yourself, it might behoove you to just like grab as much stuff as you can, you know, trigger the boss, kill it, and then move on to the next level and try to like get through as many levels as you can on easy. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> and depending on the character, you unlock characters by doing different things. And like one of the first ones that you can unlock is living through three rounds. Mm -hmm. And oh, okay. even just that, if you if you take too long, by the time you get to round three and they're two bosses proc on round three it's like it's so hard if you waited too long <laughs> yeah and it is to be fair it is early access you know this is an early access game so it does need some some tweaking here and there for sure um but for what it is with early access there's a lot of stuff like it is it is very replayable i am i i actually want to play more like i, I would actually love to play more of this game it is very fun and yeah. um 
they they did a good job. You know, like I like I said, early access. So there needs to be some tweaking done with both balance of the overall difficulty and character abilities, and you know, this that and the other thing. But for what they have now, hey, it's a cool game. Like I'm 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 liking it. It's One awesome. of the things that they do that I feel is pretty rare is um, you can pick up multiples of the same item. Yep. So it does, it does the like item stacking thing that just turns you into a monster over time um, that I love so much in games like Isaac. But it also uh, lets you pick up like they, they have um, 3D printers in the game. So you might come across a 3D printer and then whatever item is on it you can use the 3D printer and it'll randomly grab one of your items and turn it into that item. And what happens is the more that you have of an item, it gets stronger and stronger. So say that I have like a temporary shield. If I have five temporary shields, it's not so temporary anymore, right? It's like a pretty beefy shield. Yeah. Um, and so if you came across, if you had some kind of a build where one of the characters is like an engineer and can put turrets down all over the place, Mm -hmm. um, and we realized while we were playing that if you play as the engineer and you have items that make it so that if you, there's an item where if you stand still, you heal. And we realized, holy shit, that also applies to the turrets. So the second that you would put down a turret, it's mm -hmm. just sitting there. So it constantly has an AOE heal. And so then it turned into, oh, well, fuck, I should grab all of the AOE heal items, right? If I yep. came across the 3D printer and was able to just print like five or six of that item that would be an incredible buff for everybody yeah. so things like that make it a little interesting too and like stuff that you wouldn't necessarily think of in other games that are like this because normally there's only one of everything you know or you can only pick up one of everything so mm -hmm. and i think definitely um a big gripe that i had and i actually voiced this on stream when we played it was uh having one having only one character at the beginning feels very constricting like mm -hmm. this is all you get to do not even like even just two at the start like two basic characters at the start would be like you can do this or this but it's just like you get one you know at the right. start and and to be fair unlocking the other ones isn't it it's just time investment it's not a lot but it is you do have to do some stuff to unlock another character it's just annoying yeah. to be like well this is what you get hope hopefully you like this play style because this is all you're going to be playing at the beginning Right. Yeah, that's a little a little annoying, but you know, not the worst. Yeah, but I yeah I agree. I think that it's fun, and I think that if you are able to get a group of four together, it's it's the most reward for your time. Because oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. a lot quicker. You're just mm -hmm. fighting over loot, which is if if you're with a group that's communicating well, it's not that big of a deal. Sure. <laughs> but yeah. it looks really fun. I watched a few pairs of people are you know i didn't see too many like full squads playing um but i, I did watch you and octo play and Aww. uh Aww. a little bit and because i was curious i didn't have the time at, i was at a going away party so unfortunately i did not get to play this when it came out and that and i've been a bit preoccupied with uh dmc fives uh Sure, uh, fair. palace mode actually unlocking and a hundred <laughs> levels of pain and suffering that in Sekiro shadows die twice I die a million times everybody is dying so, yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, I didn't get to play this but I when I saw the announcement and saw the early access trailers I thought it looked really cool and uh, I figured that might be a 
a topic worth covering, especially since you guys yeah. are playing it. So, but yeah, um, early access. Hmm. Yeah, it's an early access game. The other game that uh, that I played and actually beat, it wound up being like a four-hour game, but I really liked it. Is um, the World Next Door? It's actually um, Viz Viz Media published it, which is interesting. Um, they do a lot of like manga and stuff, but uh, it wound up being like a really a really cute short puzzle game, um, like story puzzle game that is about basically there's Earth and then there's another planet called Emrys and they're like neighboring planets in this world and Emrys has entirely like monster people on it basically, and uh, once every so many years, there's basically a stargate between the two planets that opens up and you can win a lottery to be able to go to the other planet and experience their culture and come back. And so you play as a character who won the lottery and got to go to Emrys. Um, and, and this whole, like, this whole story unfolds and it, it is, it is pretty short, but I really enjoyed the whole thing. All the characters are really, really fun. I think the writing is good. So, uh, yeah, if if you want if you want to play like a cute game that has some match three combat stuff in it, definitely try that one out. There's two different endings, I think, and so I started replaying it last night so that I could get get the other side. But <laughs> yeah. nice. Um, did you guys talk about Outward at all? Um, I, I thought I saw that you were playing that as well. I have I have played Outward. What do you uh, think of it? Octo and I played Outward together. What do we think? Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm curious what you thought. So it's Outward. Um, outward. We were not mentally prepared for what Outward no, was. We I don't not in the right. I think we had, didn't. We had just played Clue beforehand, <laughs> so we were like kind of in a weird like brain space about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we um we basically were like, oh, a co-op fantasy RPG game. Yeah, that's that sounds fun. Sure, mm -hmm. let's play that. We can fuck around, right? I had watched Sam play it like just a little bit, mm -hmm. um, and I had heard that it could get a little hard. But I knew that um, Sam and Lolman were playing it, and yeah. Sam like learned how to do magic and all this shit. And I was like, oh, that that sounds fun. Like I think Octo and I would have a blast playing that. Yeah, yeah. So we started playing it, and I don't think either of us fully realized that it's a survival game. It is, yes, <laughs> it is not. A, it is okay. not an RPG with survival elements. It is a survival yeah. game with RPG elements. Like, yeah, it nice. is a survival game that yes. is also set in a fantasy world. <laughs> yes, you you have to get supplies and food and clothing and bedrolls and the camp yeah. and it's like for real like survival game you so you know we're walking around like we got attacked by uh bandits and we died to the bandits and we woke up and we were like in, in the bandit camp <laughs> in the bandit camp like in prison with none of our stuff and we're like uh yeah that is something that's super cool is it seems like every time you die there's a diff depending on what killed you and where you were, there's a different event that can happen. Yeah. So we were killed by bandits. So mm -hmm. we wound up in a situation where we woke up in a bandit camp. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, because I was the, I guess because I was the one hosting the game, 
I didn't have any of my shit, but Octo still had all of his. All of mine. Uh, I have nothing. Just like, mm-hmm. what do we do? And Octo was like, oh, I've still got my backpack and my Yeah, clothes. I've got everything. Yeah. Aw, <laughs> So then, like, fucking, speaking of EverQuest, fucking find your body and loot it style. We had yeah. to go on an hour and a half yep. long thing trying to find my find goddamn backpack. Because yeah. I didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> to this game's benefit, it looks great. Like yeah. for what it is, it looks great. It's it it definitely captures the style of what it wants to be very well. It feels like, and what I said is, it feels like co-op survival oblivion. Like mm-hmm. that's sort of what it is. It's like a co-op Elder Scrolls game, but with like really heavy survival elements to it. And yeah. um like there's there's a lot of really interesting little things, but it's like the combat is also like there's a dodge roll. But you can't dodge roll with your backpack on. Well, yeah. you can, but it's like, like it's like a, a, a like a heavy roll. So you can press a button in combat to just detach your backpack, and then you get full mobility, and you can like dodge roll and you know. But if around. you die, you're yeah. fucked. Because wherever you wake up, you have to go find your backpack. backpack. <laughs> yeah, it's like gotta go pick up my. Uh, my backpack now let's walk for an hour you know so yeah, it's all yeah, it's all about what you want out of it like if you're really into that survival element you're gonna love this game it's like yeah and octo and i even when we were done when we abandoned it to play more clue <laughs> yeah then we played clue instead we played we clue like, yeah we were like maybe we should try playing this again sometime and know what we're getting into yeah we were fun that time yeah, <laughs> jesse's, oh, jesse, like, jesse's sucking the air through his teeth he's like <laughs> Uh, no. uh, Run back to body is an instant out for me. If that is a core game mechanic, I'm always out. I'm like, mm-mm, I'm done. Never mind. So now I got bad news for you about this game called World of Warcraft. Right? Uh, <laughs> no, not feeling it. That's why I play characters I can resurrect. That's true. That's fair. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I died. I'm out, bitch. Yeah. Like, I'm yes. like, <laughs> yeah. Jesse, it's, you've been um, doing a lot of leveling lately, and wow, what's what's that about? Is or is this a is this a thing? What's what's going on there's, here? There's there's I'm I'm a uh, like a Zandalari druid, and I'm a cute little turtle now that fights. I'm a fighting turtle, and whenever I stream, I just play the turtle power song over and over and over again while I tank, <laughs> and it's great. Mm-hmm. So that's that. There's yeah. a half shell. Yeah, oh, um, I just tried something different because I was like, I want to try something different. I don't want to say it's like fun, but it's mindless uh, time killing while I'm like, I'm waiting for something waiting to happen. For, waiting for classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's, it's all right. You know, it's all right. It ain't shit, but it's all right. It ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Jesse, do you want to tell us a little bit about Tropico 6 since you've Yo, been uh, um, playing that? Sure, 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 sure. Hit me with the info. Yo, Tropico 6 just came out. Um, uh, it is basically a like if you played Tropic before it's the same kind of deal but they changed up a bunch of stuff um i think the biggest thing is that uh the thing that i enjoy is that uh this time if you're going in you're going in uh sort of historical i guess is the way to look at it where it's kind of like okay there are you know you start off under the crown and then from the crown, you go through the colonial period, and then you go through the Cold War, and then you go through, oh, uh, well, I'm sorry, go through the World Wars, then you go through the Cold War, and then you get to the modern times. And um, each time period affects what you can and cannot do. I think that's really cool. Um, I don't know. It's super fun. 
El Jezidente uh, is is a yeah, thing. El Jezidente, all yeah. Hold on, was chat El Jezidente me? Hey, hello, my <laughs> citizens. Um, <laughs> right. So the uh, the I I think one of the things that I I was talking with Octo about this before. So I I can't remember what I've said or haven't said a million <laughs> times, but um, I think I like some of the things they've added to make the game feel more than just an island like dictator simulator mm. like there's a little bit more to it and um i think a great example is when you're in the the uh um world war phase like it isn't just about oh i'm trading with this fake germany or i'm trading with this fake america or i'm trading with this you know it's about the relationships you build with them that lead to the choices you make of like which side do i take during this conflict right mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. as stuff breaks out you can actually be like oh i choose to side with this faction or i choose to side with this faction um i i love the fact that early on you aren't given that choice so when you're dealing just with the colonial uh the crown as it's called literally the dude shows up and it's like if you want to be in charge still you got to do what we say and you just have to do it and you're and the rewards can either be uh like citizens arrive or you can get more time under the crown. The crown will extend your contract as like the governor. Um, but at the same time, you have people in your in your country that are like, glorious comrade, if we revolt and rise up against the crown. And you're like, yes, what mm -hmm. if we do that? So you have to play both sides. But the more you do something for one side, the more another side will hate you. And right. then that translates. So that's literally, it's two things, right? When you trade, you're only trading with the crown, uh, exporting to the crown or importing from other places. But the crown's like, I'm not gonna send you shit. What are you talking about? But they'll like give you money every once in a while. And so what is happening is that uh, when you transition to the next phase and it gets more complicated, it's like okay, now you have it's either six or seven groups to work with. Same thing goes. You have to keep trading, keep your people alive. You have to import humans to your island. You have to give them reasons to be there. You can like steal things, right? You can go like I'm gonna steal Stonehenge, which I totally did. It was worth it. Um, <laughs> What are you, and, Carmen and pretty, San Diego? What's happening? Pretty yeah. much. That's what you like. The whole I love that. Like even the the logo, the intro logo title screen is just like someone stealing the Statue of Liberty, and you're like, yeah, one day that's gonna be me. Um, and so you you're trying to get people to come to your island. You're trying to come up with ways to like get them to stay. Uh, and eventually, it's like, okay, how do I walk the line between being? And you can play multiple ways, like. Your dictator can become different. Like you don't even have to be a dictator really, but like the whole goal is to stay in power. And so it's me as a player being like, I'm Jesse, nice guy. I want to give my people the right to vote because I want them to vote for me 100%, right? <laughs> but also I want them to be like highly educated because I want smart people on my island. But then you're like, oh shit, they find out how like how I rule, I'm in trouble. So you have to like balance, balance between being like, I want to give my people stuff, but also, I will kill them if they mess with me. And you can. Oh, you can shit. literally, like, you can click on your citizens and be like, oh, you don't like me? Kill them. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> you, can, um, you can put them into jails. You can, like, put them into the really hard work. And you can find out all this information about them, who they're connected to, and be like, oh, so uh, Nicole is really down on me. Let's see who her friends are. Oh, Nicole, your boyfriend vanished. How do you feel now? Like that kind of stuff, it's great. It's so good. It's, if you want to be an evil dictator, you can. But at the same time, 
you you shouldn't because there are people be like revolution and so you just like you you know you have to do all these different things to manage your guy at home and abroad i think that's great because everyone around you is like a sycophant like you have all like ultimo's just like but ultimo's just like oh my glorious leader of course i'll do whatever you say and you're like yeah of course you will but like you don't want that because <laughs> no matter what you do he's gonna it's it's fantastic it's super fun um but i will say it's not like a civ game it is more akin to, to sim city than anything else ah, like if okay. you're really okay. curious it's it's more akin to like a sim city that um you know how in sim city you'd have to deal with like taxes and crazy stuff and you were like mm. oh my town's folks in this place they don't like me here i gotta <laughs> lower their taxes and this mm. one you can just kill them it's delightful <laughs> What's not to love? What's not to love? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I love Tropical 4. Uh, I didn't care for Tropical 5, but you're making me really yeah. want to try this one. It, um, I think Never played a somewhere. Traffic. They're fun. They're, yeah, they're fun. Um, I think I was watching Elsbeth play it a bunch the other day. She was like really enjoying it. And that was super funny watching her be an, a dictator. Um. <laughs> But yeah, it's like it's like one of those things where you have to play the character, but also play your like no. If you're trying to like game the game, you have to know when to like rule with an iron fist and when not to. You have to know what to trade and export. You have to know like my initial one of my initial playthroughs. I was like, yo, I'm gonna make all sugar for the first part, and then I'm gonna take that sugar and make rum. And then I'm just gonna become a rum nation that just exports rum and we're gonna make fortune. Because in the past, rum was the key to success in Tropico. Mm -hmm. Rum, yep. if, if you made rum, you were like, money comrades, right? Yeah, but yep. now what happens is because the crown runs the show for the first two hours of the game or however long it takes you, literally they can have the drop of a hat be like, we want bananas. And you're like, uh, what? Oh, and then your, your you rebels will be rum? like, yeah. I got um I got a bunch of sugar. I got like fifteen sugar plantations, and they'll be like, "No, we want we want bananas or pineapples." And you're like, "Oh my god!" Meanwhile, then you have the rebels who are like, "Comrade, we need corn." And you're like, "What?" So <laughs> you literally have to like, and they have different tile settings where you can see like where stuff grows the best. And so you literally have to like, okay, I got to map out where I want to put this stuff so I can not only uh create like. A wide variety but then when the time comes for my rum empire i can have my rum empire it is like oh man it's there's a lot to it that they've added that makes it a lot more challenging than just like ha 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 i'm a dictator and i'm doing right <laughs> there's it's more than a gimmick now which i think is like mm. fun that's cool yeah uh i i've always loved those like you have the different factions and you have to decide who you want to because there's also like the clergy, you know, like the the religious people, and the yep. you know all the all that kind that's, of stuff. Can't make everyone happy, we, but we, the we'll introduction try. To the, uh, <laughs> the, when you go to your factions list, it gives you uh, like when you enter the World War phase, it goes. You see, you know, you have your fake Germany, your fake America, your fake England. Your I'm trying to remember who the other fake. I'm gonna say Spain. Uh, but then you get to like the fake church, which my favorite part is the nun who represents them. Is like, yeah, I'm a fucking nun, which is just the best. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then you have your army, which you have to manage your army as well, which I think is the is a huge key to a game like this. Because like being a dictator and managing your army is like historically one hundred percent accurate. Like that's massive. And so the yeah. fact that your army's like, 
yes, General, it's so good, to, it's so good to be on your side for now. And you're like, oh no. Yeah, you're like, you oh, sit please, there like, for always. Yeah, like I thought, I yeah. thought we were gonna be friends. He's like, maybe, maybe we'll be friends. And you're like, oh shit. So you have to like keep them happy, but you don't want to give them too much power because then they have too much power, then they overthrow your ass. And so it's just like, <laughs> it's pretty solid. It's been pretty fun so far. Mm-hmm. Also, rum people rum <laughs> alcohol is how my country's gonna grow i believe Listen it to this also man. stealing stonehenge <laughs> i got 15 tourists in a year to go see stonehenge wow. <laughs> on my island it was great what about what about coconut island oh oh my god i forgot yeah so and one playthrough i made an island called coconut island and it literally was just all coconuts i told made the whole island coconuts because my graph told me my chart told me that coconut is was plentiful there and it was the best thing i could make on this island so i was like coconut island all of it coconuts <laughs> and then the crowd was like we don't want coconuts we don't do coconuts anymore and i was like what do i do with coconut island yeah, so i just made island? i just made all of my townsfolk eat coconut like their grocery <laughs> stores and i was like sell it to the people who live here and my hope is that my dream is that by the time i get to the modern age coconut water will be a thing in the game i don't i have no evidence of this but if it's in the game i have made a gold mine with hipsters and i will be like rum and coconut water coconut rum i'm gonna be literally just the wealthiest dictator they'll call me the coconut rum lord and i'll be like welcome to my island i love it the coconut rum island yeah the coconut dictator yep um a coconut republic if you will yeah exactly <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been playing this uh, game called uh, Unheard recently. It's like a... oh, that's the game that I want. Yeah, we, were just talking, we were just talking about that. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, nice. Um, so, yeah, how is I, it? Um, I so it's just Ooh. for people who don't understand or don't know what it is. It's um an audio-driven detective-themed game. A lot of people are kind of saying that it's a, a 2D Oberdin. I don't okay. quite agree with that, <laughs> but I don't, I don't think it's quite that good. <laughs> um, uh, okay. it, it has, uh, the idea is it has uh, blueprints and you can skip forward and backwards through audio files and sort of figure out, piece together the answer, solve the mystery. So okay. you'll listen to conversations between multiple people and you'll match the voices to the different people. It's like, oh, well, I think this person is, is this voice. Oh, and, I see. And okay. so you do, you do, there is, that element of the gameplay is nice. I mean, it's good because that's basically all the gameplay you're really gonna get. Um, <laughs> it is very much audio driven. So it is almost like listening to um, like a, a radio play on the radio in a way. Um, and just like a bit of theater. I think even Next Studios, which is the Chinese developer who made it, said that it was supposed to be like that. They made Iris Fall that came back out in December and 18, yeah, of just this past year actually. Uh, that was that light and shadow game, is like puzzle adventure game. Didn't really get like tons of hype behind it, mm. but I mean, this is it is like being listening to a radio drama and piecing together odds and ends and for a game that relies so heavily on the audio the only thing that bothered me a lot was kind of the voice acting if i'm honest because that's because that's such a heavy 
yeah. component of the game because that's what you're going to be doing. It's like queuing up the Game of Thrones audiobook, and well, I don't think the game's actually that long, uh, but and and then being disappointed that the narrator sucks. Or right. I mean, okay. I wouldn't say that all the VO sucks. I just think that it could have been better. Okay. But all in all, the okay. concept is really cool, and I still think it's a game worth checking out. I just I don't know if it's everything that I wanted it to be initially when I saw the initial trailer. Okay. Um, but I think each case is pretty interesting that I've played so far, but I have not finished it. Um, that I, I like the concept. I like the idea behind it. I thought that they went in a direction that was kind of cool because being an audiophile for me, listening to to all of this. That's a cool concept, but just when your game is ninety percent VO, maybe maybe just yeah. a little more on it the quality be for the VO, right? That's all. So that's my only criticism okay. about it. But I don't I don't think it's bad. I just don't think it's as good as it could have been. Yeah. That's understandable. What's that game called again? Unheard. Unheard. Okay, yeah. cool. Neat. Sorry to disappoint you, Dukes. <laughs> That's okay. No, I'll still play it. Yeah. I'm so curious. So. But yeah, 2D Oberden, I don't know. Uh, Oberden was pretty good, so. <laughs> Speaking of detective games, Clue oh. on Steam. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah we've, been, it, we've been playing the shit out of some Cluedo. <laughs> it's, just, it's just Clue. That's it's literally it. Clue. It's literally uh, just Clue. Yeah. It, uh, so... <laughs> So they have it basically in two tiers, like two payment tiers mm. on there. You mm. can either pay like 11 bucks and mm. it gives you just the basic game of Clue, or you can be like Octo and I and pay fucking $40 for Clue. And <laughs> it's not just Clue, it's Super Clue. It's Super oh. Clue. <laughs> okay. Um, and then you have lots of different locations and lots of different characters and all kinds of ways to play Clue. Mm -hmm. It's just Clue. Characters uh, and maps and and yes. all yes. sorts of options. It's very different, but it's uh, also yes. just Clue. But it's also just <laughs> yeah. But I'm able, you know, I'm able to go onto a Wild West map uh, dressed as a fancy vampire if I want, and that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, so you can do like the Wild West, but then you can be like a Frankenstein if you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's great. It's a fun one. If you like Clue, which if you don't like Clue, I got bad news for you. You're probably going to hate it. <laughs> I've played more Clue in the last, I want to say, week and a half. Than I've ever I've played, played in my, in my life. entire life. <laughs> yup, 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 yup. <laughs> because Octo and I just keep being like, Hey, do you want to just play Clue? Do you want to just play Clue instead? <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, no, that was uh, so. yeah, that was it's definitely a thing. So yeah, you know, hey, if Clue. you like Clue, check it out. Awesome. If you don't, you probably will hate it, but who knows? Uh, have any of you guys gotten to, a chance to try out the squad streaming option that's yeah. now on Twitch? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's actually super slick. It is. It's really nice as as a user and and as a viewer. It's it's really nice. It's super easy. Um, once you start up a stream, there's a new panel in your dashboard. It doesn't show up until you're streaming, um, but there's a new panel that shows up in your dashboard that is literally just like squad, and uh, you can invite up to three other people. The thing that I keep forgetting is you have to hit 
start squad stream. There's a button. <laughs> that so is a button even, you have to press. Yeah. So even if everybody accepts it, you have to say like, and we're starting now. Um, but it's nice because like, say that, say that you were squad streaming with somebody else. If I went to twitch.tv slash Jenna Bain, it would be your stream, but at the top it would say, this is part of a squad. Do you want to watch right. the squad? Um, and once you're in there, it's it's literally multi-stream, but built into Twitch and just right. like a little bit smoother. So um, whatever stream you want to be focusing on, that will be the primary screen and it'll be bigger and you'll have the chat next to it. Um, but if say you were streaming alongside of Octo, his screen would be off in the corner and I could click that and it would immediately become the bigger screen. The audio would switch over instantly and his chat would be on the side instead. Oh, so it's nice. really, really smooth. It's really easy. If you're, if everybody's like experiencing, if everybody's using like no latency and stuff, and if they're not having problems with their internet, pretty much the audio is seamless. Like you can be continuously listening to the same conversation, even though you're clicking between multiple screens. Do I need nice. to be broadcasting without a delay? Uh, I don't know that it matters. I don't know, but I don't think that oh, it matters. Do, do, does it like take an audio track from one person? No, whoever you're clicking on, whoever that screen you're clicked on, that's the audio you're hearing. Yeah, that's the audio you're gonna hear. But it's oh. if if you're if you're squad streaming, there's kind of an assumption there that you're all in a, in like a call together, right? Or you're all sure, like sure, sure. I mean, like video wise, your mumble channel. Whenever you and I stream, there's all everyone's like Jesse. There's a delay. You're there's a delay here, and I I oh. never know why I've done that. It, it might just be because in your in your settings you haven't turned on no latency, but I don't I don't know that it matters. Man, I don't even know where that's at. Oh. I can show you later. It's easy. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It's easy. I can Dude, save in the day. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, did you guys see the new Avengers in-game trailer? I haven't Yo. watched it, but I know that everybody is retweeting half-naked pictures of Captain America. So. <laughs> That's how I knew that something had happened with Avengers. <laughs> listen, listen, <laughs> listening. Paul Rudd is gonna crawl up Josh Brolin's butt, and Stop. he's gonna, Stop. gonna get big. Stop this! It's and... not even. It's not. It's it never been funny. No, it is no. unfunny. Jesse, I agree un with you on a lot funny. of things. That is where you're wrong. This has <laughs> always been funny. Ant Man going up his butt and exploding. It's gonna that is, make it. That's not funny. It's simply not thing. funny. It is the no, it's funniest simply thing. Funny. It's simply on Ant-Man going inside okay. of Thanos' okay. butt okay. And, it, and becoming large. That is, you know what that is? That is the last Jedi version of a ship going hyperspace into another ship. And it that was destroys cool. The, it destroys that was cool. the universe. And it was people cool. will lose, if that happened, people would lose their mind because why didn't Ant-Man just do that to every villain? Listen. Think about the Think about the consequences. Because not think every about the consequences. The universe, Jesse. Not every think villain. Think about did that. the consequences. No villains just robbed a downtown bank. That's not the same league. You don't use the same thing. You use. You do it once. You you do it once. You not the universe. You go up his butt. No, you do it you once. The wasp is gonna be up everyone's butt. As big as you possibly can. No, you do it once, and everyone's just up each other's butts, and that's it's oh. it's Avengers <laughs> up the butt is the next one, and that's God. what it's gonna. Please, please, can you review that on Gentleman's Hentai Cast, please? It's not Avengers okay. Avengers it's not okay. Up the butt. <laughs> yes. Uh, Avengers five up the butt, and it's not gonna be good. You open their ass. You step in their ass. You yeah. don't close the door behind you. 
You eat a Snickers bar. Then, then you we're gonna Yeah. Then all the trailers will be like, like all the like epic music in the background, and then like Tony Stark and and like Ant Man <laughs> talking. Like, and they're like, those, like you gotta go up his cameras. butt. Yeah. Where it's I, don't, like, I don't like this. Yeah. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Spider Man's gonna be like. Oh, I don't feel too good, Mister Ant Man. And he's gonna be like, "I gotta go up the butt." Uh, uh, bum, bum, but, uh. <laughs> How did we get uh, here? I'm not okay with this. I don't like this. All I did was ask if anyone saw the trailer. That's how <laughs> we got here. It's a terrible meme. I, I mean, don't like it. it's the like Avengers End Game. So who <laughs> knows? In the end game. In the end game. Oh, boy, I'm ready for that. That Yo, someone posted what I think is the truest thing in the world. Mm. It actually is like the biggest movie event of all time. Really? Think about that. Think about think about everything that went into it, right? You can say like, Ten oh, years. this movie is the biggest movie event of all time. But like, think about all 22 movies. Wow. Leading up to this moment. 10 years. This is the culmination of literally... Millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. Billions. Millions and millions, billions. like hours. Billions, like, some would say. Yeah. Yeah. This is huge. This truly is, I would say, the biggest movie event of all time. Period. This is and I think that is yeah. <laughs> the culmination of millions of dollars worth of cinematic time and effort and a, a bunch of really great movies and some just okay ones. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Some yeah. I, God, I, thought you were, I thought you were going full speed toward a new butthole joke. And <laughs> right, no, me so too, me too. So did I. The culmination of all these galactic buttholes. <laughs> finally. And in the end, a butt. Yeah. And in the end, a butt. And in the end, and an Ant Man. And in the end, period. Yeah. <laughs> and Ant Man, all the way up there. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Yep. <laughs> we tried uh, so hard. We got so what? far. Wait. Yeah. In the well, end. Like, yeah, in the end, there was an ant man. Um, cool. Wait. Sorry, I kind of waylaid that a little bit. I apologize. Listen, Jesse, agree to disagree. Okay. Disagree. Oh, what do you have to wrong. say this? It's but disagree. You're but you're wrong. But you're okay. wrong. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, also, I want to point out that when they release the tickets today, there is a 22 movie marathon. It starts Tuesday, oh April twenty third, and goes until the midnight release. All of the movies. Wow. Every, it's a, th I don't know anyone. I feel like that's one of those things where you go see the ones you want to see, and then you leave. And you're like, yeah, all right, yeah. I'm gonna go home and like, I don't need to see Thor two. You, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I'll watch yeah. Iron Man. I'll watch Iron Man one again. That movie kicks ass. That movie, skip movie whips really hard. I'll skip Iron Man two. <laughs> I hope. Oh, you know, it'd be great. Can I just point this out? You know, it'd be great. If they yeah. played them in chronological order. Okay, mm. see, like, I've done that. I have watched them yeah, both I watched two them ways. Order yeah. As well. yeah. It was interesting so going through it that way. Oh, yeah, all right. So it would start with Captain America, the first Avenger, right? There's, um, uh, there's a couple websites that, that list it out. Yeah. yeah. But I, mean, I think that's about right. It depends on where you start. Because also there's the question of do you start, well, hmm, ooh, <laughs> so many questions, ooh. Also, y'all know they're about to get their asses kicked in this movie, right? You know that's what this is. Oh yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the first then, twenty-five minutes is them being like, "Ass is gonna get kicked," if you know what I mean. <laughs> thanks for watching the Co-optional Podcast, hey everybody. <laughs> thanks for thanks for watching. Thanks for having me on. 
Thanks for my last appearance on the Co-Optional Podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All because we didn't talk about video games. Because mm. I brought a movie into it. It's just my mm. fault. It all the fell failure apart. as a host. Now I'm in. The meme I'm in. I just want to see that happen. If you see the joke by itself, just okay. The joke with the Avengers theme over it? It's actually hilarious. great. It's really funny. All right, hilarious. Gut busting yeah. hilarious. You know what? You know what is actually great? Th those videos that are like the Avengers theme goes with everything. Mm -hmm. Those are great. I can watch those all day. There's one where it's like a, like a, one of those robot dogs, mm -hmm. and he's walking, and he slips on banana peels, and he falls over, and then he like Avenger themes his way up some stairs. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm like, Avengers theme goes with everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so games uh, that are being released. <laughs> I'm yeah, told that I would we talk play about the Avengers theme in the background of this while we talk about game releases. I if would get us flagged. Yeah. If I, we didn't just get flagged, it seemed like great. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Shovel Knight Showdown coming out on the 9th. So yeah, hell yeah, some hell yeah. More reason to hell play yeah. some Shovel Knight. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Uh, on the 11th, Earth Defense Force Iron Rain, PS4 exclusive. Oh, Sam's so excited for I've that. I've never played uh, game, but I, they look fun. They're so silly. You, that's uh, exactly the kind of game bugs. you would love. Just do it. Uh, uh, Anno 1800 on the 16th. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. We have Tropico. Hmm. Why do we need Anno? Fine. I, 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 Anno is great, but I've never fallen in love with an Anno game. Like, I've never been like, like with Civ, I have Civ constantly on whatever version is out. It is on every computer I have constantly. From like one day, like, you know what? I want to play Civ. I've never had that with Anno. I've never been like, you know what? Anno's, it's an Anno day. I've never had that. I don't, I don't know why. I just, you know. They do drill down quite a bit in Anno. I don't know. It sometimes feels really clinical. Sure. But I don't know. We'll see with this one. I'll I'll be playing it. Uh, also on the 16th, uh, because Square needs all your monies. Final Fantasy 10 and 10 2 uh, HD remake on Xbox One and Switch. After the Final Fantasy 7 release on Switch, which I installed and then left my Switch on my bed in Charlotte. No. Because I'm super smart. I was too busy packing up the PS4 Pro, <laughs> which was a much bigger deal. Fair enough. At the time. Um, mostly because of DMC5. But, uh, yeah, so that is coming out on the 16th as well. Uh, the 23rd, Mortal Kombat 11. And then the 26th, Days Gone, PS4. And then the 30th, I think, Final Fantasy 12, the Zodiac Age Again, Xbox One and Nintendo Star Switch. Wars. It's it's the best Star Wars game. <laughs> it's the best Star Wars RPG we've had in a while. Final Fantasy XII. Yeah. Yeah. The judge it's is Dar he's Darth Empire. Vader. Yeah. The judges are. It's just Darth Vader, and Han Solo has a sexy Chewbacca, and oh, yeah. Luke yeah, just has yeah, like yeah, a female Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Luke has like a female Luke that hangs out with him, and uh, yeah, it's great. It's just a Listen. silly fun game. Fran mm -hmm. can get it. Like, let's, Yo. let's let's be real here. Oh my god! Also, best voice acting in the Final Fantasy. Yeah, it's pretty very good. good. It's very good. 
Um, I know there are other games that are being released as well. I just think those are probably the the biggest ones. Yeah, the there's just like there's the a month. new Dragon Ball game and stuff like that. Stuff like that. <laughs> that could, that might like be that. good and might be fucking terrible. So it's hard to yeah, say. Yeah, I don't. Usually on my calendar in my office, I have games that are coming out that are like, yeah, these are big games. The only one I have is Days Gone, which even that same. I'm like. That's the only know. one. And that's yeah. on the 26th, the same day as Avengers. <laughs> right. My priorities. If you can't get tickets all. to go to Avengers, mm. stay home, play Days Gone, I guess, enjoy zombies. Yeah. Why not? Well, thank God LA has 12 billion theaters, so you'll never not get a ticket to a movie here. <laughs> it's true. true. Yeah. But if you require alcohol with your movie, then you might oh, be depressed Oh, that's every for theater here, too. There's not this a theater here. Don't this try to get you drunk in a movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when that was not a thing. That oh, when that was not was allowed. Like, you only can go to the Alamo Draft beer? House and do that. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. So, what are we playing? What are, What's coming up on your guys' channels? Let's Let's get that moving along. Who wants mm. to go first? Dukes. I yeah. Huh? I'll give uh, a shout out. Oh, yeah, go for it, Dodger. <laughs> what? Um, no. Uh. I am. I would love if people join me on the adventure that is Ace Combat Five. I'm finally playing through it. I'm doing the. Um, it's one of my favorite games of all time. Truly one of the best games ever made. Um, it, the cast is literally the cast of Cowboy Bebop. Plus, it's <laughs> Matt Mercer's first voice acting role ever, which is really oh, cute. Nice. It's so cute to, to like hear him be like, "Oh no, are we all in trouble?" It's great. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it's truly one of the best games ever. But it's also one of those things that it's so old. That I don't know people like technically care all that much about it but it doesn't matter because i love it to death and uh even if you don't want to watch it i would be happy if you like told your nerdy friends about it so they would go because it's great it's a good story and it's very it's very fun and uh yeah i hope you enjoy and then there are other stuff like there'll be more uh sekiro sekiro Sek sekiro whatever sekiro. it is sekiro. um there'll be more be of that there's you know more. the usual thing but uh yeah, I'm I'm at that stage of my life where like every YouTuber I'm questioning YouTube. So <laughs> you know, the yeah. usual the usual yeah, stuff. Yeah. Nice. Uh so last Tuesday the final final fan the final Final Fantasy fourteen uh story patch came out before Shadowbringer. Mm. So uh Tyria and I finished the, all of the story stuff, but we still haven't done. There's a, a side quest that happens in all of the games called Hildebrand. We haven't done any of the Hildebrand stuff for Stormblood yet, so I think we're starting that today. Um, so we'll be doing that a bit later today on stream. And aside from that, uh, I don't know. Just whatever whatever suits suits my fancy. Still haven't. I, I created a custom Minesweeper map that I still haven't beaten, so do that at some point. <laughs> my quest to become the number one Minesweeper streamer. Maybe I'm already there. I don't know. I think you probably are there, actually. <laughs> if I'm <laughs> honest. I think you are there. But yeah, uh, at Dex Bonus on everything. Nice, nice. How about you, Octo? What's coming up for you? Uh, Well, we finished up our Fallout New Vegas run uh, as Winston Overwatch, Pugilist of the Mojave. Yes. Um, that was really fun. Uh, and then now I'm doing uh, Vampire the Masquerade because it's uh, a game. <laughs> yeah, it's an awesome game, and the sequel was announced, which I'm really excited about. Um, actually, the Onyx Path Publishing, the people that publish the 
books, the Vampire the Masquerade books, came into my stream last night and That's while awesome. I was streaming. And they were like talking about like lore. If anybody had like lore questions, they were answering them, um, which is really cool. Uh, it's really, really fun. Um, I, uh, I'm a Nosferatu named Cupcake. She's great. <laughs> we love her. Um, Amazing. which is so funny cool. because some of the characters call you Cupcake sort of like as a pet name. Oh. So it's almost like they're talking Cupcake, to me. Cupcake, Cupcake. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, it's really fun. That game is dope and the writing absolutely, well, I would say like 80% of the writing still holds up, even though that game came out in 2004, like the writing is still hilarious. It's very funny. <laughs> um, and the vo like a lot of famous voice actors are in that game. That game is so weird. It's like a mixture of like half is like the devs, and then the other half is like, oh, actual ass voice actors like Phil Lamar and Gray Delisle and like real ass like voice actors. Um, so it's it's a mixed bag, but it's really fun. So yeah, awesome. have a good time. And people can find you over at twitch.tv slash octopimp. Octopimp everywhere. Just awesome. AOL keyword octopimp. Type it in, you'll find me. <laughs> AOL keyword, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, awesome, awesome. Um, well, I'm finally moved into a different spot for the moment in Korea. So uh, the stream so far, fingers crossed, has not died today. So that's Yay! at least something. Uh, the lighting oh, yeah. in here doesn't suck as bad. So <laughs> yay to that too. Um, so as long as all of that continues to happen, I'll stick around. <laughs> because <laughs> otherwise, what am I doing here? Um, so we'll get back on the stream grind very very soon i have obviously final fantasy uh seven and eight rolling um so those streams are happening i'll be playing the occupation for the stream pretty soon um maybe i'll play some unheard for the stream as well not really sure how much people want to like listen along to that, but may, I don't know, maybe that's an experience worth having, why not? Um, obviously, if you're already watching this on my channel, you know where I am, I'm at Jenna Bain, if you don't, on literally everything. Um, so yeah, that has been this episode of the Co-Optional Podcast, and uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you next time. Yay! Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks we for having me show. on. Bye -bye. Thank you so much, Octo, for joining bye us. Bye. Thank you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. <laughs>